welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. I'm your host, Joseph Jude. English has given us enormous leverage in growing our services industry. But if India has to grow beyond the creamy layer, beyond the metro, we need to teach the same software fundamentals in our vernacular languages. If you look at Germany, Japan, and Russia, they all teach in mother tongues. My guest today, Tamil Vendan, is doing exactly that. True to his name and combining his profession, he's teaching software fundamentals in Tamil. We are here discussing the challenges and impact of his teaching. As I said, if India has to grow multifold as we project, we need more such educators. Hope today's discussion is a small contribution in that particular journey. Before we get into the interview, can I request you to subscribe to the podcast, write a review, and share the podcast with your business fellow leaders? Thank you. Hello, Tamil. Welcome to the conversation. Thanks, Joseph. Thanks for having me. Tamil, I am always interested in the origin story. There would be a, a, a trigger point, <laughs> uh, something inspired you <clears throat> to do this. Okay. Can you share me that? Why, why did you start it? How did you start this? Okay. So it's actually an amalgamation of three different things. Okay. The very first thing is we call this midlife crisis, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm not that aged enough, but I, I kind of got that syndrome or something. Okay. Like I was keep like, I, I grew up in from a place where we hardly speak English. I'm coming from a Paka rural background and everything is a hyper local Tamil. So, and I, I grew up in the hard way, like, and I, I fell in love with computers. Then uh, through my own quest, I find out the real essence of computer science and, and I grew up on that. And I always had that feeling of like, what are you giving back to the society? So mm-hmm. that's like, I, 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 I was, th- that's keep lingering on my mind. I couldn't find an answer which resonated uh, with my value system. So, but it, that, that, that question was keep pondering on my mind. So that's the first thing. And uh, the second thing was in my previous organization, I used to go to a lot of tier two and tier three cities for hiring campus. Hiring. Mm-hmm. So when I go to those colleges, I used to give this introduction speech about the organization and so on and so forth. So I, I don't limit myself to the organization alone. Like I also touch upon as a college student, I touch upon my college days and I pe- tell people and educate or inspire them to think better and other things. And in one such campus hiring event, a couple of folks after that event approached me and told that Tamil, like I really liked your talk, that speech. And but the way you are saying and the way what is happening in the college are completely different. I, I was talking about you should be practicing more by looking at your real world problems. I was even quoting that everyday milk purchase problem. Like mm. your your mother used to keep a note of all those packets that he she is purchasing. Why don't you create a program for her? So I was quoting those kind of real world things that I want people to engage in. But when I spoke to that person, he was talking about like they are asking me to work on these coding problems because this is what people are going to ask in interview. And uh, when I say that in your talk, you are not saying all these things. You are saying, com- you are coming from a different universe and you are saying completely different 
then uh, it struck me that that these two things right like what i'm giving back to the society and this person so he is ready to do the work they are rock clay they are they are ready to mold but they are being molded uh, in a wrong sense uh, mm. that's what the society perceive so these two things are the trigger points the third thing is obviously i i wanted to do something like kind of that passive income is the most abused term so i don't want to get into that segment but at the same time i always had that thing like somewhere like if like if you are thinking think like we are always in the money making machine so and uh, that, that's the right thing like uh, even there is a lot of uh, good things about money as well like if it is in the hands of the right people it will do wonder so so i was had that thing like if i'm if there is a, a missionary that provides the the we call that as well that that is providing the money then i'm free to do whatever i wish mm. like i love doing a lot of open source software like if you do if you ask me what are the things that you do for fun Uh, it's all around this programming and cricket so if you are asking me whether those things are going to give money in return i don't have an any answer <laughs> in fact i i create a lot of open source software which is not going to give any money to me but i love doing those things so i'm thinking of even i have a lot of books idea right you know ideas to write a book and publish a course and a lot of other things for those things i need time so i need some sort of a missionary that provides me the money so that i can free myself from the typical 9 to 5 routine even though i love my job in fact uh, i like all the the skill that i have have and i'm going to have i i i owe a lot of thing to my day job it's not that i'm in a rut or something i'm happily enjoying even i'm so excited to be on a monday morning to work on something so it's not about that it's about it's beyond that like i have reached a state in my life where uh I won't say I'm done because no one is a finished product. Like everyone is growing on their own sense. But at the same time, I want to balance myself. Say, for example, like as you are working, like you mentioned that you are working for three days, and not, so something like that, so that I can have that kind of a leverage, so I can buy in some time to work on those things. So these are all the three reasons. Like I, even though I'm not monetizing on any of my strings right now, very soon I will be doing. But but these are all the three reasons. Like three things. I, I didn't. point out a single reason because it's an it's an as i mentioned I'm it's an amalgamation amalgamation of these three things you know um so that that's how it started <laughs> wonderful wonderful so talk to me about what do you teach so so what are the things that you teach you you already mm-hmm. talked about that's that's a very interesting stuff in your college presentation you asked the students to write uh, a program for counting that milk packets that their mothers have so so it's an interesting yes. stuff so what do you teach to in in this particular category okay so i i always believe in that first principles thinking like mm. what actually happens is like i i will go back to my school days i love my chemistry teacher okay so he take one page and he teach that one page for an entire period mm so he go through it like he will talk about it he will discuss with us like he do all sort of crazy thing and at the end of that period we we all empowered with a huge so many knowledge and that person will never complete the syllabus <laughs> true <laughs> okay but and most of the students don't like that teacher okay the reason being like they will th- those students will go always an outer tuition for uh, mm. chemistry because their point of view is securing the mark marks and but 
like for me thankfully i happen to have such teachers in my life who enlightened me with what is real learning mm mm the real learning is not with respect to getting a mark or securing a job or securing a promotion or something it is it is hard to explain it it's actually it's kind of a, it's like when you say why are you loving your wife or your mother you cannot have a defined logical answer in the same Absolutely way not a logical answer <laughs> very yes. true yeah so in the same way learning is also have that similar it's an inner happiness inner joy kind of a feeling which is hard to express in words so that that's that, that's kind of a thing that i want to bring to that society computer science is an amazing subject it's a superpower but people are not i used to have a friend in my college days uh, for college practicals right like they give the print out and just mug up and just type it right i, I used to watch this particular friend she she just go through like a memory like in hash includes ah. studio.h like hey whether whether semicolon will come or not like this kind of crazy kind of like it's like what are you doing here like you are just memorizing some crazy random words and talking that to the computer is that what computer science is all about absolutely not so it is something like it's like if you are a musician like this is mm. like expressing your creativity through some musical charts like here you are going to express the same thing programming is an art there is a science to it i absolutely agree but it's an art that has to be heartfelt and and when it comes to software development again there there is a core essence like people often say that in software industry you have to keep updating yourself mm-hmm. I, like that layer is 20 percentage mm-hmm. but the 80 percentage of the layer is still holds true mm-hmm. that is rock solid rock foundations but what actually happens is people leave those 80 percentage and focus on those 20 percentage what actually happens is like we get premature optimized software software that is so much buggy long, long, so all these crazy things are happening in the industry so see like for, for me like it's like maybe you, you may call me old school or purist or some some sort of a label but so that's where i'm coming from like this is a craft this is there is an art to it and there is so much to love about it but actually what happens is it jobs pay high okay so when we put that money into that equation and we started seeing the outcome of something or even even maybe see the output of something outcome has some even more deep meaning so let me rephrase it at output so we are so into the output like if i get an it job i may get x 1000 as my income bang people gravitating towards getting into that and doing that that is one piece like if you look at online there are there is like n number of resources out there to get yeah. you a job but i want to focus on another spectrum where there is, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful subject i i'm going back to that chemistry teacher who took that just took a single page from that book and talked that for hours i want to be that kind of a person who wants to uh, give the true essence of what software is all about wonderful so, wonderful i i completely agree with you on this tamil i also learned the system fundamentals those things have not changed i have i've seen languages come and go 
the ui interfaces come and go but the the fundamentals as such they have not they have remained the same and i'm 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 still using them even today fine so when you focus on this as you already said there is a group which is focusing on the output i had to get a job i had to clear this particular interview i had to get into a fang company and so that i can earn x amount of money and so on and so forth you are focusing on computer science as an art software fundamentals and all of those kinds of stuff yes so given that focus what kind of students do you teach what kind of students do you attract who are coming to your sessions okay so that's an interesting question like in in product world we call this product market fit yes <laughs> so what you are asking is content audience <laughs> fit <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so i don't have that discrimination to be honest because there is something called uh, unconscious incompetence mm. okay so you don't know that you don't know mm. so the people like as i mentioned right that entire society has this uh, hype or a myth that no matter what engineering branch you study get a job in it mm. go to on site make a lot of money mm. so that has to be a kind of a de facto norm in the society yeah so so even though i i i knew a lot of people from mechanical background electrical background they are so good in logic they are so good in problem solving but without having that awareness mm. that they can apply all these crazy things that they learnt or they are passionate about in software but somehow the society the way that they have been actually programmed they 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 tend to miss all this uh, the real essence of it so coming back to your question like it's like my initial thought process was around college students yeah okay but later i realized that no matter how much i i give that essence or the craft i i don't want to blame them because they are coming from a background where getting job is their foremost yeah. priority so that that is something that i i kind of i won't say it's a waking up signal or something like it's something like that i realized that that craftsmanship attitude is not quite common across students mm. if 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 i come across someone i i, I even voluntarily spend lot of time with that person i happen to come across hardly one or two it's a very handful of people but everyone is so much into getting a job that that's absolutely fine for me like i'm not saying that like in in back if you ask me in my college days i was i i was my path is completely different mm-hmm. due to the background and other things but i cannot expect the same thing from the yeah. others so so everyone's like again like financial situation lot of other reasons comes into the picture so students typically focusing on getting a job but my focus is like that, that i initially started with students then i realized that i'm focusing on people who got the job mm. now they are into the system okay now what they are going to do like there like a lot of people like there is something called the mid career crisis people are coming out with getting stuck or some sort of a crazy things and that's market is also booming right now <laughs> okay so whatever i am coming right like people always put that the financial side to it and making people to move in the wrong direction rather than going to the crux of the problem mm. so for example think of this like there are a lot of you know upskill programs out there again if you look at that upskill program is all about getting a promotion making more money Mm. 
See, that, that's I always ask this question to people. Like in your 10th standard, you were focusing on getting good marks. The reason you want to get a good group on 11th standard. The 12th standard, like you focused on getting again, getting more good marks. The reason was getting a good college. Then in college, you focused on getting marks or going through this kind of coding problems to get something. Again, you focus on getting a job. When it comes to job, you are going to again going through this upskill program. And the reason, if you ask me, getting a promotion, making more money. Like if you keep going towards this, when you are going to work on the inner craftsmanship that you are going to, you are having. Like if you keep navigating towards something which is always outcome oriented, when you are going to sit and relax and enjoy the process. Mm. There are days where I looked at the code and I, I was just mulling over the code and I thinking of, okay, how this code, why, why can't I change this code in a different way? It's like more like a musician who is trying different kind of combinations in his own studio and getting joy out of it. There is a huge thing out there, but people are missing. Mm. So, so I'm, I, if me ask me, that's where my current focus is on. Okay. 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 And one more side angle to that, like, but at the same time, if I preach all these things, I would look like a preacher. <laughs> so what I'm doing currently is I'm trying to like, this is my core vibe. But at the same time, getting to people to get into this vibe is a tough thing. So what I'm going to do, I'm take up. So that's why I'm focusing on podcast right now so far. So where I take some common problem people face on their day-to-day office work. And I try to take this craft, take that day-to-day reality, coming out with something which will connect both the crowd. Okay. Can you talk to me about the podcast that you have? Mm-hmm. Super. So the podcast again started with an intention of, I felt that is another medium where I can connect with the people. Like I like, I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm driving, like while I'm helping my wife with household chores and other things. Like I just listen to a podcast, get things done. So I, I again, the, 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 the way the life is also changing earlier, people used to listen to FM where yeah. they wait and watch. Now it's, it's inverse, like where... Uh, let oh, you you share the recording. I will listen to whenever I have time rather than tuning into a radio on a dedicated hours. Like, you just offer so that I can. So some some people may listen. Like there are people who go to their hometown in their weekends. Mm-hmm. They may listen to this podcast on their commute. Yeah. Like someone goes to office on a random time. They listen to their on their commute. So so the medium in which people are educating or getting are consuming the content has changed so that i felt that that is a medium that i can tap into and what i realized was i really love doing it mm-hmm. so uh, i can talk about my true expression like there is no no moderation or something like i can like i, I can again when i talk to the people i don't feel like i'm talking to someone who I need to be mindful of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. I, 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 I make sure that I'm not doing so much thing, but at the same time, I can express myself freely. When I, see, that's where I am actually coming at. Like if you're going back to why I'm doing all this thing in my mother tongue, it's because you cannot express yourself in a foreign language. Mm-hmm. Every, I'm not talking only from my mother tongue. Everyone's mother tongue has an unique their literature is unique. Uh, their, the way they see things is unique. So all this uniqueness comes 
with that expression, the way I can connect. There is a saying that if I want to reach someone's head, I can use whatever language. If I want to reach someone's heart, I need to use their mother tongue. So that, that's how I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to that, the mother tongue aspect of it. And, and at the same time, sharing all this craftsmanship, sharing the hard lessons and uncovering certain common myths or common misconceptions around software development and making people to think in the right way or see things in a different perspective. So more like a change agent. Wonderful. Uh, I mean, we have all have to be a change agents and that's how we will see. And I like that. It's a, it's a paying forward that you are doing to the society. Now, when, when we are talking about this, uh, Tamar, mm-hmm. you already talked about some of the challenges that you faced because of the society, because of the education systems and everything. Can you talk to me about some of the challenges that you are facing? Mm-hmm. So that again, the, the, the interest is, this is not the, this is not the only episode I'm, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm mm-hmm. seeing this as one of the dot in the journey. Correct. <laughs> so, so if somebody else were to thinking about, oh, I want to teach in Marathi, I want to teach in Telugu, I want to teach in Hindi, maybe they will listen to it and say, oh, okay, Thamar is facing this particular challenge, I will also face it and they can already prepare for it. So what are the challenges that you faced on the facing in teaching software fundamentals in uh, Tamil? Okay. So I won't say this is a challenge, but this is something that we need to be well aware of is peer pressure. Okay. So... It, like it's, I'm, I'm not the only person who is teaching computer in Sintam. There are a lot of other people out there. They're doing a lot of great job around that thing. Uh, so I often ask myself, like, why I am doing this? Okay. Sometimes, like we are humans. So mm-hmm. we get influenced, like we, we get in to see what the other person is doing, what the, like there are, there are even organizations out there who teach computer science in Tamil. So there are, there is a quite a good chance that I get influenced mm. and even uh, to be frank in the initial days, because I was also new, right? Like I'm also learning this craft over the uh, period of time. Then I also got influenced. Then I, I, I couldn't find out the identity side of it. Like, mm. like these people offering this, okay, let me create a course on this. These people offering this, let me offer a course on this. Then it struck me that uh, Tamil, you are not them. You are you. What is you? So. So that's where, that is what I'm seeing this as a major hurdle in the, when you're teaching something in those things. Okay. And so you need to come up with who is you and express that you in all places. Like let it be YouTube channel or a podcast or video or guest appearance in another podcast. Express the true you. There will be people who like you. There will be people who hate you. Haters will hate. You just move on. So that, that is thing. Like don't get sucked into that uh, peer pressure side of things okay so that is the uh, major thing and uh, the second thing is around finding the right balance right like so even though we i'm teaching in tamil i'm not going to the pure tamil or we call it as art words like i'm not going to translate exactly all the things in computer to tamil Mm, mm, mm. like it will be like a casual colloquial like as if like you are my colleague i'm sitting you are sitting next to me i will share in a typical way so that's something like so going so so much into like the language say okay again that's where we need to draw the line are you evangelizing your language or you are evangelizing computer science through your language so that's there is a two different different but at the same time you cannot avoid certain things like 
when even in my content i always quote the great literature tirukural very often and i used to quote some movie songs i used to quote some things which i liked from other literature so it is hard to avoid those things but you need to strike a balance mm. so i like uh, there are people who will be ardent lover of their language yeah 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 <laughs> okay so it, it is hard to strike that balance like uh, because if you focus so much on the language people get even though you are doing for a right reason the audience is not that thing they are not the right audience for those kind of a thing Correct. maybe there is a separate group for that maybe you why not like you can create two different version of yourself one talking the core language literature side of it another thing is using competence as a medium to yeah teach so these are all the two different things so these are all the two things i find it as challenging wonderful and- wonderful uh, i wouldn't have expected the first one that you talked about mm-hmm. and the second one what you are saying is be practical it yep. it's a yeah, what you want to do is teach soft fundamentals to the people so so you are using that particular language so lovely tamil what are you focusing on this year what what's your future plan you already talked about you are running this podcast you want to monetize so what are your future plans for this so when it comes to monetization like to be frank i don't have any clear idea <laughs> i i knew this is something that i need to uh, work on but uh, currently thankfully i'm i'm not thinking in terms of taking this as my full source of income and another thing that is i'm i'm, I'm still pondering over was like uh, i don't want to be someone who is teaching just teaching mm. Mm. i i want to be a practitioner who teach mm. Mm. so what i'm seeing in the wild is like people getting the audience getting all the content and everything they go full time when they go full time what actually happens is they get into the content creation treadmill, uh, treadmill and uh, they keep pumping the content but if you but if you really ask whether it is relevant to the day to day work is it really connecting like i can create a course with the latest buzzword and i can make huge money but that's not my intention my intention is always i want to be a craftsman first i always want to be in the on the ground doing the work but at the same time taking some time off educating the people it's more of like back in tamil nadu i'm not sure about other places in tamil nadu there is a hardcore example of mechanic shops two wheeler four wheeler mechanic shop where there will be a person who will be doing the true repair work doing the things and there will be apprentices coming up they will learn the craft from this person and they will be moving on this person keep doing those things i want to be that kind of a person for competence like i will be keep practicing i will be keep onboarding people with my knowledge they will be going and i because that's i love doing the moment like if you ask me what do you do in your spare time i just <laughs> take some problem write some code about it <laughs> tinkering with the new programming languages and so forth so that's how i am thinking myself wonderful some of the best again i have to control myself in lot asking quite a lot of questions and interrupting you i, mm-hmm. I just want to have if we had time probably this would go for 3 4 hours <laughs> <laughs> the the best entrepreneurs or the mm-hmm. entrepreneur teachers or whom you call as philosopher kings mm-hmm. they are kings but they are also philosophers but it is the other, the, the the way is very important the the Naval Ravikant Derek Sivers some of these guys whom I admire all of them are practitioners they have done that stuff they are doing that stuff entrepreneurship exactly. and then they are talking about it this is what yes. i'm doing this is what is working this doesn't work this is the way you have to think and so on and so forth so i love your 
focus and love your uh, example as well analogy of that mechanical shop wonderful tamil thank you so much as i said this can go on for for hours and we will meet sometime in person thank you so much for taking the time yeah. i usually ask three rapid fire questions to all my guests mm-hmm. so here it goes the first one what's the kindest thing anyone has done for you the very first thing i would say like sharing the books they read mm okay this podcast is about leadership in that sense can you please share what do you think as the best leadership quality and who has manifested it in your life my grandfather okay, okay. he taught me two things be truthful like that integrity don't be afraid in expressing yourself there will be people who will always be supporting you there will be people who will always be against you if you feel you are right just go ahead it it looks to me that you have taken those lessons and you you are exhibiting it in your life finally tamar what's the definition of living a good life being happy lovely that's a wonderful <laughs> place to end tamar as i said this conversation can go for hours together this is only a start probably we'll have more sessions sure. uh, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your thoughts uh, with me on this particular topic thank, thank you tamar yeah it's great to uh, spending the time with you and uh, hope uh, people find it useful <laughs> i hope you enjoyed our conversation can i request you to please share the key takeaways from our conversation if you liked our conversation please share with others in the social media have a life of bliss